Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Jewett Steel stops at a combined Dunkin' Baskin Robbins shop and orders ice cream for his family. At the same time, he gets into an argument with a Dunkin' employee, Khalil Shahid. Steel, his girlfriend, and their two children leave, but Shahid meets them in the parking lot, shooting Steel twice in the legs. Nancy Shahid exited the shop through a back door, taking Steel and his family by surprise. Shahid pulled a pistol from his waistband and shot three times, hitting Steele twice. In a 911 call, Steele's girlfriend can be heard assuring their children, quote, it's okay. I promise he won't die. Daddy is going to be okay. Steele was transported to the hospital in stable condition and now recovering from his injuries. Shahid, 22, arrested at a nearby parking lot with the gun still on him, now charged with ag battery and illegally concealing a firearm. Andy Rosafort, a cafeteria worker at a Connecticut school, texts nude pictures of herself to a 14-year-old student and asks for photos of him in exchange. The next school year, Rosafort asks the boy to meet her outside of school hours and sex assaults him. A friend's parents reported that the victim disappeared from a birthday party at the start of the semester and behaved oddly after returning. This prompted an investigation where authorities found Rossiford had picked the victim up and assaulted him in her car. Rossiford, who's married, turned herself in three days after a warrant went out for her arrest. Rosafort, 31, now fired from the school, charged with sex assault and enticing a minor online. More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. Two men have died in Canada after a pickup truck plowed into pedestrians beside a road in the eastern Quebec town of Amki. However, a senior Canadian official rapidly ruled out a terrorism attack or a national security incident. A provincial police spokeswoman said nine other people were injured, including two whose injuries are considered serious. Sergeant Alain Saint-Pierre said the 38-year-old driver, a local resident, turned himself into police and was arrested under suspicion of committing a fatal hit-and-run. A senior government official familiar with the matter said the incident was not terrorism or national security related. The official spoke on condition of anonymity as they were not authorized to speak publicly on the matter. Authorities have not mentioned any motive. A split among jurors means that there will be no death penalty for an Islamic extremist convicted of maniacally racing a truck along a popular New York City bike path, killing eight people and maiming others. With more, here's Sidney Sumner with Crime Online. The decision means 35-year-old Saifullo Saipov, an Uzbekistan citizen who lived in New Jersey, gets an automatic sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole for the October 2017 attack. Jurors told the judge that they were unable to reach the unanimous verdict required for a death sentence. Jurors and attorneys left the courthouse afterward without speaking to reporters who were gathered in the rain outside. Before he was escorted outside by U.S. Marshals, Saipov seemed relaxed and shook the hand of one defense lawyer. The verdict was the culmination of a trial that featured emotional testimony from survivors of the attack and relatives of the five tourists from Argentina, two Americans, and a Belgian woman who were killed. A formal sentencing date will be set in the future when Saipov can address the court, although his fate is decided. A man and woman charged in the fatal shootings of four people at a Dallas apartment where an infant was found unharmed told police they'd broken into the home to take money. 
18-year-old Artemio Maldonado and 20-year-old Azucena Sanchez have been charged with capital murder. Police responded to the apartment around 7.30 p.m. Sunday and found two men and two women who had been shot. They all died at the scene. Authorities have not released the names of the victims. According to court documents, Sanchez was the ex-girlfriend of one of the victims, and they were involved in a custody dispute over their son. It wasn't clear whether the child was the infant who remained in the apartment following the shootings. A jury's decision that a Louisiana State University fraternity pledges family is entitled to $6.1 million for his hazing-related alcohol death in 2017 sends a powerful message. This according to the family's attorney. Crime Online's Sydney Sumner. Max Groover had been at LSU for only a month when he died of alcohol poisoning and aspiration after a hazing ritual at the Phi Delta Theta fraternity house in 2017. One of the family's attorneys said last week's verdict in Baton Rouge bolsters the family's campaign against hazing. The verdict was to some extent symbolic. Groover's parents had already reached confidential settlements with the other defendants in the case, including LSU, Phi Delta Theta fraternity, and at least 10 other fraternity members. The lone defendant in last week's trial, Ryan Easto, was deemed 2% at fault in Groover's death making him responsible for $122,000 in damages. Witnesses have said Groover was ordered to chug a bottle of 190-proof liquor in September 2017. Groover died the following morning. His blood alcohol level was 0.495%, more than six times the level considered proof of intoxication in Louisiana drunk driving cases. Tierra Miller works at a Florida strip bar, the Baby Doll Club, with her ex-boyfriend, who she spots chatting up another woman. Furious, Miller pitches a large roll of cash at the back of his head, it strikes him, and he falls off a race platform, damaging his phone. Miller gets a pair of misdemeanor battery and criminal mischief charges for the cold, hard cash attack. Wait, I thought everybody threw cash at strip bars. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.